Hello, and welcome to this Lunar Listen. Today we have Epilepsy, More Than Just Seizures, written and read by Faustine Petron, she, her. There is a content warning for the post of seizures, depression, and anxiety. I'm Faustine. I study politics, social anthropology, and sociology at uni, and I was diagnosed with juvenile myoclonic epilepsy when I was around 15 or 16. I started having seizures in year 10, so I was around 14 or 15 at the time. My hobbies include freelance writing, reading, and spending time with friends eating Thai food. Although I do have lots of good friends, particularly long-term ones, my seizures and epilepsy do make me feel lonely, regardless of how much of a brave face I put on for friends and family. I think there are two key things that aren't spoken about enough when it comes to epilepsy, and I hope to touch on them in this short blog post. These are extreme fatigue and medication side effects and how they impact your social life, epilepsy and isolation, and mental health difficulties when suffering with epilepsy. So to start off, I wanted to talk a little bit about epilepsy and loneliness. According to WHO, which is the World Health Organization, around 50 million people worldwide have epilepsy. All 50 million of us may have very different types of seizures, as well as some in common. Some of the most common epilepsy syndromes in the paediatric children's age group include benign Rolandic epilepsy, childhood idiopathic occipital epilepsy, and childhood absence epilepsy, as well as juvenile myoclonic epilepsy, which is what I have. I was diagnosed with JME when I was around 15 or 16. This type of epilepsy syndrome typically requires people like me to take medication into adulthood, as it is considered a lifelong condition. Although epilepsy is one of the most common neurological conditions, there are so many types. So inevitably, the chronic condition manifests differently in each of us. We also all take different medications and have different bodies, so we may respond to things very differently too. The epileptic syndrome I have is typically triggered by factors such as lack of sleep, certain lights and prolonged fatigue. Being a university student, clubbing and nightlife activities are rife and at every corner, but I can't partake in these activities because there aren't necessarily the accommodations I need at these events. I already have fatigue from my medications and therefore may struggle to stay out as late as my peers. For me, this has resulted in missing formal dinners, freshers club nights and opportunities to meet new people and form strong friendship groups for the next three years. This particularly hit me when I got to uni and realised a lot of people had already formed cliques and relationships as they had met at events I was unable to attend. This felt very isolating for me and was difficult to navigate in an already new city and my first time being away from home. The second paragraph discusses epilepsy, anxiety and mental health. There is still a stigma surrounding epilepsy and of course stigma surrounding mental health. So what happens when the two coexist? I always say that society makes having epilepsy harder for me than the actual condition itself. Universities don't always support students adequately. Nightlife rarely offers inclusive spaces and society is full of ableism. Some of the ableism I have experienced contribute to the anxiety I have, which I never had before epilepsy. People often talk about the condition itself, but not the mental health effects that sometimes occur alongside. In the UK, one in every six people will have depression. 
If you have epilepsy, your chance is around one in three, as found out by epilepsy research. People with epilepsy are at high risk of becoming depressed. So why is this still not talked about enough? People with epilepsy sometimes feel great levels of anxiety because they never know when their next seizure could be. Living with this chronic health condition can result in high stress levels because epilepsy is such an unpredictable illness. A personal example that I feel will resonate with epileptics and others with chronic conditions is traveling. Most chronic illnesses are not visible. And even though there is more awareness now with things such as the sunflower lanyard and campaigns surrounding disability, traveling still makes me particularly anxious. I have side effects from my epilepsy medication, such as fatigue, dizziness, and feeling disorientated. I am also extremely disorientated after having a seizure too. When I'm traveling, I often worry that I might have a seizure on public transport, and I have felt unwell on transport before and was denied a seat. Worrying over society's actions when we have enough on our plates already isn't something that we should have to face. We should feel safe and supported, just like everyone else traveling. To conclude, I think we need to start looking at how mental health difficulties and this chronic neurological condition can be interlinked so that we can improve quality of life and offer adequate support to those who need it most. If you are struggling with your mental health, I would say please talk to someone, whether that be someone inside your school, college or university or workplace or an external person. Helpful charity links are The Mix. The phone number to this is 080-8808-4994 or you can text the charity SHOUT to 85258. This is a heavy topic and if you or someone you love is living with epilepsy then here are a few things to bring some joy. Here are two songs I like to listen to that make my day a little brighter when I'm struggling. The first one is called Grateful by Mahalia. I find her voice really soothing. And the last song is Pen Black Girls by Annie and Amia Brave. Thank you for reading this and taking the time to listen. Thank you for listening to this Lunar Listen. You can find other recorded blog posts on our Spotify or Apple Music. You can check out all the other fab work we do on our Facebook, our Twitter at The Lunar Project, our Instagram at The Lunar Project UK, and our website www.thelunarproject.org.uk.